Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Annie Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl, the Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call them now, 813-575-8770. Get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Consultant presents What's the Line podcast week 17. Sheesh, the show don't stop, gentlemen. Uh, we're here, my guy, three man weave, my guy Rome. Um, how you feeling today, Rome? Ready to go. Week 17. Usually, this is well, in previous years, this has been the last week, so glad to have a bonus week after this week. Um, you know, a lot of people don't, don't really care for week 17 games or opportunities in which teams aren't playing for anything but you know we love to scrap uh and handicap some of these late late season games specifically these last two weeks um you know just a quick story going back maybe two three years ago i remember the cincinnati Bengals were laying a flat seven week 17 in houston and i was just like of course the Bengals are good the texans suck Texans won outright, so we'll get into some of some of those type of lines here this week that I see that remind me of that teams that have absolutely nothing to play for. That you know, they might be the right side. Uh, I know a lot of people think teams give up here towards the end of the year, but hey, I mean, these guys are grown men; they're playing for careers too. All right, I kept that pretty long. Let's go, week seventeen. All right, where's Rome? There's Rome right there in his uh, old school gambling bag, all the uh, scars and tissues over the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, forget to mention, I'm your host, the meticulous Mark P. You know how we do this, man. Show don't stop. I think uh, 67 is the number it's going to be. Uh, Twitter spaces and podcasts at the end okay. of the season. So, uh, we're, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the content, building the portfolio. Papa Keese back in the building. How you feeling today, Keese? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Week 17. I, I swear, this is my intro before, before Rome, uh, before Rome's, but you know, this week is short and sweet for me. As we, like we said, week seventeen. These are the teams I've been seeing. Oh yeah, now that's how I'm gonna, that's how I'm gonna analyze it. Like I'm gonna expect the teams that I've been seeing all year, because um, there's only two more chances to see these teams. Next year will be a whole new team, so <laughs> might as well use this information while I can. Yes, let's do it. And the pod notes get shorter for me very soon. I love it. All right, let's get into the games that matter. We want to start off that, that way. We'll get into the best bets a little later. Um, Rome, you've been killing it lately. Uh, seven and two, I believe, last nine best bets. Uh, but let's get into these games that matter. Um, I'm going to actually start 
because there are some boring games that matter. But let's start with Minnesota, Green Bay. Uh, revenge spot uh, from week one. Minnesota won, uh, kind of blew Green Bay out. Green Bay is laying three at home. I'm seeing a total of 48 now, three and a half for Green Bay now, looking at it. Uh, three in some spots, laying three and a half mostly. Total of 47 and a half, 48. Rome, how do you feel about this game, Green Bay laying at home? Uh, I said in the beginning of the year, we go back 17 weeks, four months ago, I said the Vikings would win the North. Um, you know, here we are week 17 for an opportunity for them to win the North. Um, you know, I think they get it done. Question is, you know, do they cover what seems to be, you know, the second, the second, I would say the, the, the second most funniest line of the week. All right. So Green Bay, obviously hot getting an outright win last week, catching three and a half down there in Miami. They handled business. They've won three games in a row. Um, Vikings kind of coming back down to earth, kind of playing like the Vikings we expected them to be, um, but still winning football games, just not covering. Last week, they don't cover the four and a half at home. Week prior, they obviously don't cover the three and a half at home. So now they're in the position in which they're catching points. This team has not covered a game in the past three weeks. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm just not really sure where I feel in terms of uh, playing playing the Vikings here, catching those points. Um, in terms of the cash splits right now, I, I would say, you know, the public is all over. Uh, what's our guy's name up there? Aaron Rodgers. So, so you know, it, it, it's kind of one of those things. You either play with the cash and the public and what your eyes and your heart seem to tell you, which is Aaron Rodgers is going to show up here. You and the 76% of the other bettors that are betting the Packers right now in the market. Or, you know, you, you take your chances with a Vikings team that hasn't been able to cover in the past three weeks. Um, like I said, I'm not I'm not rushing to the counter to do that. Um, I, I, it just comes down to what do you want to do? Do you want to play the cash or do you want to play what your heart and your eyes say? So your heart and your eyes are probably going to tell you Packers. Uh, cash is going to tell you Vikings. I've removed my heart from this years ago. I would have to lean Vikings three and a half. I don't think this line closes three. I think closes, uh, sorry, three and a half. I think closes close to three. Two and a half sharp money coming in late on the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I, I just think you know, this is one of those games where teams are starting to click at the right time. And is it an op is it an instance in which Green Bay is starting to play well at the right time and Minnesota is not, or is this just an instance in which Green Bay is catching not great uh, competition? I mean, Miami hasn't been Miami it seems since week one. Um, so Green Bay obviously getting away with the win there last week, and then prior to that, I mean, they beat the Rams and the Bears. So. You know, do you believe what you're seeing with Green Bay beating these inferior opponents? Or do you want to play the team that's been more consistent over the years? Or sorry, over the year, that being the Vikings. I I'll still lean Vikings here uh, at the three. But this, this is nothing, like I said, I'm rushing a bit. Yeah, uh, me, I don't really have too much for this game. Uh, it's pretty much a stay away from me. But um did want to give out some notes. Uh, Vikings 15, 26, and 2 against the spread after a win since acquiring Kirk Cousins. Um, the Packers in this spot under Matt LaFleur, 14 and eight against the spread division games. Um, but yeah, I, I lean um, I lean Vikings, but I also lean towards the over as the Vikings uh, passing game is st ranked 32nd in defense. Uh, but Keith, what do you think about this game? Pa Packers land three and the hook. I'm glad you asked. I think it might be already uh, to Rose point. It might already be down to three some places. Um, at least that's where I saw it um, not too long ago. But for me, it's the best veteran in the Packers here. Uh, it's not even like 
honestly a hard decision the way you know Rome kind of laid it out i didn't i didn't look at the cash bits and like all that and honestly i rarely take that into consideration when i'm uh looking at um sides and stuff but uh i'm happy to see that the people are on my side i love when, I, when i'm riding with the people you know as uh, my motto power to the people uh, and the people i mean i mean I, <laughs> they're all 50 that's why they make the lines um and you know they be like <laughs> Um, but without that being said, another uh, angle to this that we haven't touched on is that uh, we could be at a kickoff and we already talked about laid out all the, you know, incentives for, you know, with the Packers. The Packers are hot right now. Suddenly they have a chance to make it to the playoffs. Um, uh, if they win this game, I think it might be in there. Like their destiny might actually be in their hands. So, they, yep. you know, they're going to come in motivated. Um, we talk, we're probably going to talk on some of these games later about like how does phone, uh, home field advantage really matter, especially when you get some of these key matchups. Uh, you know where one place is always going to matter, especially when it's, uh, you know, global warming type cold outside. Uh, is in Green Bay, uh, Lambeau Field. So you're going to have that advantage. And another element to this that I'm thinking about is that the Vikings could be essentially locked into the two by the time we get the kickoff. We could have a yeah. team really yeah. motivated and a team that's yeah. like, honestly kind of let down because if they're if they just right before you go out to play this game that you're kind of trying to have yourself up for uh yep. you know it's a rod and all that uh you know you know you, you don't really have much chances of advancing if the eagles beat the saints early in the game um and then the last element i'm going to touch on is uh i've been trying to fade the vikings all year i mean like hit or miss in terms of like them coming. obviously they're not it's coming to fruition they're not covering they're still winning which is like whatever um but they're not covering lately and you know it's not it's Kirk Cousins and it's not at one o'clock. So you know if we want to go with the superstitions, you know our numbers that we like to say, like, it's not one o'clock. So I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared at all. Um, the the Packers have a pretty pretty solid uh, pass pass defense, and you know like when the Vikings are rolling, that's when you know the element of their game, you know that they like to get going. So you know the Vikings are terrible against the pass. This is like a lot of things that you know I'm not with the Packers. Best bet. Let's go. Yeah. A Let's go. Let's go, A Rod. You need this win. <laughs> I don't want to fade your best bet here. Like I said, just a lean for me on the Vikings. But as you mentioned that 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 uh you know the Vikings could be locked in at two seed by the time this game kicks off. That does add a layer of uh I guess, you know, opportunity in terms of motivational edge for the Packers. Obviously the Vikings have already won the division. So um nothing really to play for for the Vikings here other than pride. Uh, obviously, being out there in Lambeau, it'll be cold. So we'll see what happens. But like I said, I'm not rushing to bet the Vikings, and I'm also not rushing to buck your trend on that best bet. But 76% of cash as of right now is on the Packers. All right. The games that matter. Keith's best bet on the uh, Packers in Green Bay. Go, Pack, go. Uh, all right. Another game that matters. Steelers, total of 35. Oh, my gosh. At the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens land two to two and a half at some spots. Uh, open Ravens land four and a half. Let's look at um, we know all NFC West and AFC North teams against the spread as road dogs under their current regime are profitable 56% or greater. Steelers in that spot here 35, 25, and two against the spread as a road dog under Mike Tomlin. We all know uh, he doesn't want to um, be under 500. That's another factor. And, you know, while I'm here, best bet for me, the Steelers, definitely plus this two and a half. Um, I think Steelers went out right here. Um, T.J. Watt, whenever he's on the field, the defense just seems to uh, make a play or two, get that interception. Uh, I gave out a stat early in the season that was pretty crazy. 
uh, TJ Watt um, and opponents throwing interceptions when he plays. Um, but it's uh, it's it's the Steelers for me here. Ravens could barely move the ball. Um, just about 100 yards passing last game. Um, I think the Steelers played better run D here. And last game, Pickett didn't play. He got hurt in that game. It was the Trubisky show. So I'm going to take the Steelers plus two and a half. Best bet for me. Rome, what do you think? Uh, lean Ravens, nothing much for this game. Too much cash in the Steelers for me to play them. Uh, I still don't think that Steelers offense is any good. Cameron Hayward single-handedly single won that game last uh, weekend against the Raiders. So, uh, you know, some some all things have to come to an end at, at, at some point. Mike Tomlin's all winning seasons in his entire career. I think that comes to an end this week. Like I said, just too much cash on the Steelers. For the Ravens to open up as favorites in itself, that kind of indicated to me that's the side I wanted to play. Um, just seeing how bad they've looked in recent weeks and how trending upward the Steelers have looked in recent weeks. It doesn't really make sense for me to see the Ravens laying it here. So I, I'll, I'll stay with Vegas here and lean Ravens. Uh, cash splits, like I said, open four down to two and a half. So the Steelers money has obviously come in. Um, just trying to, just trying to, you know, stay away from that cash. So I'll lean Ravens here. All right, Rome is leaning the other side of me, uh, or other side of the two best bets so far. I'm not bucking y'all best bets. I'm leaning the other way, but I am not bucking them. You know, not, not my down, best no bet, but uh, but I definitely do like the Steelers here. Um, not like I said, not not my best bet. It was it was a, it was in consideration. Uh, spoiler alert: I might have this uh, a play on this game in the teaser. But um, yeah, I, I I agree with you, P. I'm 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 with you. Very low total, 30, 34, 35 points. Like, you see what's going to happen here, uh, how teams are giving it up. I mean, I'm riding with it. Like, <laughs> I talk about looking at what I've been looking at this whole year. You, I mean, all of the points that you already mentioned, Pete, like uh, the Ravens do a pretty good job of stopping the run. That's like the only thing the, the Ravens can do uh, with Huntley at quarterback. It's been, that's been programmed. Like, <laughs> I thought it was like, okay, like when I saw him, like, play plug and play him a couple times, like last year when Lamar would get banged up. Um, in previous spots, and he looked like you know, he squint your eyes, and he's like, Hell no, hell no. The last couple of weeks, what you've seen, uh, you know, like I'm gonna get to the Falcons later. Like, they they, they won that game last week, but you know, the previous week, they got blown out by the Browns. I think, uh, it's just like it's all bad right now with the Ravens. Um, and you know, these division games, Tomlin, Road, it's like, Come on now, like, come on, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, maybe the maybe the people getting shot, maybe the people are listening to the podcast, you get you are discounting the people wrong. Because I, I, if that's your only indicator, you're gonna go against the people when, like, you know, I would, you know, everything is telling us, you know, like, I mean, I feel you. I feel to stay away. I feel to stay away at that point. But for me, <laughs> uh, everything's telling me, uh, ride with Tom and the boys right now. Um, not a believer in this Ravens offense at all. Why um, are the Steelers catching points? Why did this line open four? Catching points. I mean, the Ravens are, the Ravens, it's not a four right now. It's like, I think it's around like, Two and a right, half. Right, but it opened. Why open four? Well, if you if you believe that the Ravens have some sort of home court, home field advantage, they're telling you that they think they're even teams. Okay, give them two. And I'm yeah. telling you that recently the Ravens have not like the, the Steelers have looked much better than the Ravens. Um, I mean, I don't know why. They, maybe they're the like I said, the line could be two and a half because the Ravens are at home. The Ravens have a much better, you know, I mean, straight up record. Um, I mean, like throughout the Ravens have played better than the Steelers this season, but over the past month. It's not even close, and it's like not, these, are the, teams, these are the teams that we're gonna see next this week. So for me, it's a like with the Steelers. Yeah, can't knock that. Yep, Ravens under head coach John Harbaugh, 47-56 and two against the spread as a home favorite. 
Um, and this total is 35, gentlemen. Um, we might have to take advantage of this. We know it's going to be really good weather, uh, or I believe on January 1st in the, the you know our, the area of Maryland. And uh, I think Kenny Pickett, he might he might be born. He might become a man this day, as the Ravens are you know 24th in opponents passing yards per game, and that's including a, a game in, against Deshaun Watson in there who uh, can't throw for 200. So I uh, I think that uh, the total might go over there, but P total, who knows? But yeah, Stiller's best bet for me, plus the two and a half. Let's see, the games that matter as we continue on. Oh, uh, Dolphins at the Patriots. Patriots land three here, total of 41. Um, let me give out some stats. Uh, Patriots, oh, Dolphins rather. Um, seven five and one against the spread as a road dog since uh 2020. Patriots 10 and six against the spread as a home fave since 2020 as well. But I got a stat on Bill Belichick. He is 20 and six against the spread in the final home games of his 26 seasons coaching. Wow. Uh Keith, what do you think about this game here? Patriots land three. Uh I'm a I'm a ride with the Patriots here. Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, like, I don't even know. I've been checking, like, the news, but I'm assuming that Tua Tongvalo is not going to play. Um, he is not. No, he's and not. Like, our guy, Teddy Covers, is going to be out there. Um, but I feel like early in the year, it got me. I came on the broadcast, and, I, you know, I touted the Teddy Covers number, and it, the office definitely did not look the same at all. Teddy, I, I don't think he covered those games either that he, had, he was out there. Um, and outside of that, even with Tua when he was there, uh, this Dolphins offense has not looked good over the past, I don't know, maybe a month or so, um, the team in general. Uh, I don't know why. I, I, I want Rome to get on here and tell me that all the cash is on the Patriots, just so it would be like a, a clean sweep. Um, but it's, it's a lean Patriots for, for me. Um, I just feel like Bill Belichick is going to be able to, you know what I mean, craft up something to, to win this game. It's honestly like that. That's yeah, re- revenge spot for the Patriots as they lost in week one in Miami. Uh, Ron, what do you think about this game? The games that matter, Patriots land three. Yeah, cash is on the Patriots, but I mean, I lean Patriots as well. Um, we've seen this Dolphins offense without Tua. Um, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is, is you know, able to come in this game and you know, kind of. I mean, we know what Teddy Bridgewater does. He comes in games and he manages games. But, I mean, this is a divisional game, Week 17. He's going to have to come in there and win the game. And I'm not sure he can do that, um, specifically with the New England defense has been kind of stingy. The offense just can't score points. So, I think that New England defense can hold its own. I think this is a good revenge spot up there in Foxborough. Um, Obviously, like you said, Bill Belichick accustomed to winning games late in the season. It's a lean on the Patriots, but I, I will say... They do have some money on them, um, but th- this money doesn't necessarily scare me. I think this is kind of Tua money, um, which is kind of built into the line. People not know, or knowing that Tua isn't going to play, trying to get ahead of that. So uh, I think that's why there's so much cash right now on the Patriots. 65% of the money on the Patriots. All right. So it looks like everybody's leaning Patriots there. But, yeah, there's some nice Bill Belichick stats. Um, in his favor, uh, as we move on, though, the games that matter. Commanders. telling me this week. Pardon me? Oh, yeah, Commanders. The uh, the Browns. Brownies are at the com- Commanders. Brownies at the Commies. Uh, the Browns, 
AFC North team catching points here. They're catching two and a half on the road. Total of 40 and a half. Um, Browns under Stefanski, nine and seven against the spread as a road dog. Uh, Commanders under Ron Rivera, nine, nine, 14 and two against the spread after a loss. Keith, what do you think about this game? Uh, I don't have too much for it, but it, it's a lean with the Commanders for me. Uh, this Brown offense, <laughs> Randley is like really bad. So yeah. <laughs> and they had like, I think it's been three games. They had the one game where it was just like crazy with the weather. So it's like, all right. Cool. But even outside of that, like the one game, the one game that they score points, like all of them was by the defense. So, <laughs> I mean, the commanders, they've been like playing competent ball all year. Like, you know, glad it's kept. I don't even know if it's been quietly kept, but, you know, it's the area team. So who knows? Like, but, you know, it's a lean with the commanders here. Like this, this Browns team, they're definitely already like, I feel like all year they've already been making plans for next year. Like this year has kind of been in simulation mode for them. Yeah, I also yeah. lean com- commanders here as the spread's gone up. Look ahead was two, it's up to two and a half now. But um, you know, they, they kind of play in the you know the commander's favor. This is a team that can stop the run. Um, and you know, want to make bad quarterbacks have to, you know, go against their pass rush. Um, so I think that'll work. And they want to run the ball, right? And the Browns and uh, opponents rushing yards per game, giving up over 130 on the ground per game. So I lean commanders here as well at home. Ron, what do you think? Yeah, that's my lean as well. Guts telling me commanders. Guts also telling me commanders find a way not to win a game in which they need to. So, um, I mean, the Browns, they haven't looked great, but they have covered uh, three of their last five. Um, So no complaining there in in terms of of what they're doing ATS-wise. So I would be more inclined here to lay with the commanders. Uh, They haven't covered a game, uh, it seems like, in in the entire month of December. How about that? Ron Rivera in November, not Ron Rivera in in December. Uh, luckily, we're getting him in January this Sunday. So <laughs> hopefully he can turn around and cover that field goal at home. Uh, that that would be the lean. Uh, one of my strongest leans, though, I will say, of the weekend will be that commander's lean. Yeah, so hopefully he returns next year so we can make money on him in November. Riverboat Ron. All right. Uh, get, you that, get you that early Christmas money, that Black Friday money, all That's that. Early. Um, all right, the games that matter. The last one I really see, gentlemen, on the board, then we can just kind of get into place or any uh lines that we're really strongly leaning. Jets are laying two at the Seahawks, total of 42 and a half. Um, Seahawks over the last four years, six and three against the spread as a home dog. Um, any real thoughts on this game, Rome? I'll start with you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I like the Jets here. Um, I mean, the Jets have looked okay in every position except quarterback. And it's obviously been all Zach Wilson. We know that Mike White was hurt in that game uh, in which he was knocked out about three weeks ago. So, you know, just just been trying to stay afloat and get to this point where they can still play for something and they still have something to play for here this week. Uh, Seattle has kind of just been Seattle, you know, just kind of hanging in there ever since they had a divisional lead and lost it to the 49ers, it seems like. You know, they're kind of regressing to the mean and, and kind of playing like the team we thought they would. Gino still kind of playing okay, but not playing as good as he did. Uh, I think it's a great spot for the Jets to kind of solidify who they are this year and, and make this a winning season. Love the fact that a lot of the cash is on the Seahawks right now. Um, so, so I like the Jets, and that will be a play for sure. No more leans. This is a like on the Jets for me. All right, Keith, how do you feel about this game? The games that matter, Jets land two at the Seahawks. 
Yeah, good synergy. Love, love the synergy now. I also love the Jets here. This is actually my second best bet of the week. Uh, and, uh, you know, Rome touched on it, but I would just like to highlight why is my best bet. Yeah, it's please. Because the, it's because it's like, let, let's just now like brush past this. Major news, Zach Wilson is back to the bench. It's like, thank goodness. What was that? Like, what was that? I think the show is finally over. I don't know what he's going to do. I guess he's going to do whatever the hell. I don't know. Josh Rosen has been doing the past couple of years. Um, that's what he's going to do now. Mike White, he's coming back, baby. You know, like, I wish, I, I, I don't know. Is Michael Carter back? Like, we can get that going. You know, shades of the end of last year. Let's go, baby. The Seahawks team trending down. Uh, they, I don't know. They, How many running backs do they have? I don't know. Last I checked, I think Walker was limited today. But I don't know. I, I feel like it would make sense for them to just shut him down for the rest of the season. It's like, come on, man. Rookie running back. What are we doing here? Um, Jet, like you said, Jet still playing for stuff. Uh, give me, give me the Jets here on the road. I'm not too too worried about the six and three ATS because that's like a it's nine games over a four year span. I mean, like yep. Jimmy, that uh, I mean, like it's good if you know what I mean, like it's confirmation bias. But I don't know, it, it doesn't necessarily scare me. Um, and that's like the only thing that I'm looking at in this game in terms of the numbers that would make me shy away from the Jets. So uh, it's the best bet with me, the Jets minus two. I think you said it might be two and a half now, so it's like, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I lean the other way, not too strongly, but I mean, Seattle just lost how many in a row now? I guess it's three to four games fighting for their playoff lives. I do like Pete Carroll as a head coach, champion, um, you know, NCAAF as well. But um, I just think that uh, they could possibly do something here. Loud, you know, crowd noise is going to be crazy. Um, so, you know, I think that they could possibly make some noise here, but um, maybe, I mean, I see Evan Ingram caught seven receptions for 113 yards last week. Um, so I'm going to get into that a little more, see if they're really giving it up to Jets the tight ends. But Quentin Williams is out, um, and he was out last week. And, you know, they just gave it up on the ground, 83 yards for ETN, 51 for Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I'm concerned about the Jets from that angle. But uh, uh, the tight end may be something to uh, take advantage of this week. Um, get in our Discord, and uh, I'll let you know if I'm do- taking advantage of that. But uh, yeah, I don't really have too strongly of a feel. I just lean Seattle there um, in that game. All right. Uh, I don't think there's any more games that, quote, unquote, matter too much. Nope. Well, Ron, what are some, what are some that you're going to try to take advantage of on the board this week, week 17? Yeah, I'm looking for the I'm looking to play the Cardinals this week, and it's really a situational play. This is probably going to be my best bet. Um, and it, it kind of boils down to Desmond Ritter uh, in Atlanta and what we're getting from whoever plays in Arizona. Are we expecting Colt McCoy? Um, yeah, he's going to play. So if so, you know, I'll take Colt McCoy over Desmond Ritter any day of the week. Um, neither seems to have anything to play for, but Cliff Kingsbury has a job to play for. Um and are coached for. And there's an Atlanta team that's in year two of the process that didn't make the uh, playoffs this year. Next year will be the hot seat for uh, Mr. Arthur Smith there as the head coach of the Falcons. So they're kind of coasting. They understand that their season's over. Uh, a team that's been running the football, playing hard all year, I think they're finally starting to just, you know, they, they just, it's hard to play that type of football, that brand of football for 17 weeks straight. We see it here down the stretch where they have not been able to win games. I'll take the Cardinals business trip coming across country 1 p.m. They get it done against the Falcons catching that three. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that one. Best bet, Cardinals plus three. 
Yeah, that's a double like for me as well. I think I'm, um, you know, you gave it out as a best bet, so there it is. But um, Cardinals in this spot. I mean, Cole McCoy, we do like him as a quarterback, but Cardinals under Kingsbury, 16, 6 and 2 against the spread as a road dog. Um, they're also pretty profitable in non-division games, 24 and 17 against the spread during that span. Um, so I just think this is a pretty good money spot for them. They covered last week and even the week before against Denver, 10 and 9 after three quarters. Um, you know, uh, then Cole McCoy gets hurt. So I think uh, this, this um, Cardinals team is definitely the right uh, play this week, catching three and the hook. So I agree with you there. Um, Keith, anything jumping off particularly for you uh, that you want to might want to take advantage of? Um, so we, we actually did touch on a lot of uh, games that I had strong opinions on. In terms of this, Cardinals-Falcons, Literally stay away from me. I don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback in this game, to be completely honest. Uh, it's not on my radar at all. Um, but uh, the other, only other games that I had a, a like on, uh, one was kind of a fake like. It was just like Jaguars minus four. Like, you know, it's kind of That is one I absolutely wanted to touch on next. That is one. I, I love that game, and it is not the Jags. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can see that. We're just like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the Texans showed us everything. You know, they, they did it last week. It's we honestly a must, it's a, it's a must lose for the Texans. They mess around try to win this game. I know they always beat the Jags, but they could potentially lose this number one pick, and I think that's not something they want to do. They lose this game. Uh, if I mean, the Bears lose to the Lions uh, early in the week. I mean, early in the day. And this Texas team messing around, come out here, try to beat the Jags. They're not going to have the number one pick anymore. And I don't think that's something they necessarily want to do. Uh, We've seen it. We've seen it. The Jets played. <laughs> I, don't know about it. I don't know about it. I don't know about it. If anything, the Texans are good at getting that number one pick. Like, that's their whole brand. Um, but, um, but I mean, you, I, I feel you want to like the other way. And the only other one I had a, a strong like on, and it wasn't even those uh, super sharp analysis. It's like, I love the 49ers this week. Usually, usually. We like to play a team, you know, when they go through these tumultuous changes, but hell no. These, okay, these are the Raiders I actually know. Like, the saddest part is the Derek Carr era has been the best of times of my whole life. My whole life. This <laughs> is like, since I was, like, literally in grade school, this has been the best of times. Hello for Rich Gannon? No, that's, oh, that was third grade. Grade school is what I'm saying. Like, it was, oh, it was okay. third grade. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I know what's going to happen uh, for these next couple of years. I'm prepared for it mentally, emotionally, physically. Uh, so no Bay little... Area rivalry here? <laughs> Bro. No old Bay Area rivalry here? No. Bro, we no, have no. nothing more to give. The coaches threw the franchise quarterback under the bus. Told him, don't even put the jersey on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a morale boost for us in this game. I think most of the players are just like, huh. You know what I mean? Well, we already know most of them were just there for the check anyway. The only yeah. people that were probably emotionally into it was probably Team Derek Carr. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> you see what's going on, man. Like, it's like, man, can't call it. I'm not, I love the 49ers this week. It, I don't know. I don't know if there's a number I like. <laughs> yeah, that might be a loud one for me. But, Rome, I say you, you did say you want to touch on that Jaguars, cat laying four at the Texans. Before you do, let me just say the stats. Teams that are laying four to six points on the road this season – Four, fourteen, and one against the spread mm. to date. Mm -hmm. But yeah, tell me how you feel. Why you why you leaning Texans here? It's just Texans. The line sucks. It's a flat four. Jags have looked impressive for the last month. Sharks have loved the Jags all year. Even when they were losing early on in the season, the Sharks loved the Jags. They finally get their money with them over the past month. But this is where it comes to an end. The Sharks like the Jags when they were dogs. 
and they were underrated. Not here where they're playing four on the road in division in a game in which they absolutely need. I don't trust this team. I love Dan, uh, Doug Peterson, what he's been able to do down there in North uh, Northwest Florida. But I, I just, you know, I just can't play with the uh, with the Jags. Not at this flat four. Not with the history of what we've known with this line and what we've seen this year. And you know, here I go. I'll be square. I mean, I've lost the give a bet week seventeen. I missed it at the top of the pod to the Texans catching that weird number at home in a game in which they didn't need. Here they are again. They wouldn't surprise me if they won this game outright in true Jets fashion as the way uh, the Jets did two years ago. Ended up with the second pick as opposed to the first pick. Uh, I, you know, coincidentally, the first pick that they missed up on Trevor Lawrence is playing in this football game for the Jags. But I'll, I'll take the Texans plus the four. Probably be three and a half when most people hear it. I'll take that as well. Yep, and the Texans won outright at the Jag, uh, at, at Jacksonville this season. 13-6, um, October 9th was the date. Um, but yeah, Jag. I mean, Texans are also um, eight and or seven and three against the spread division games since uh, the start of last year. So um, that's pretty much all Davis Mills. Davis Mills, a little Tyrod Taylor, but um, yeah, I think it's a good spot for the Texans. And this is not a game that means much for the Jaguars. We see Tennessee is like pretty much benching all their guys this week because next week is the game that matters. Whoever wins that is going to win the AFC South, no yeah. matter what happens this week. So this is a spot where the Jaguars don't have anything to play for, but are still going to, you know, send their guys out there. The four is, is just the Texans are the side. But how about this? Since uh, I was on the wrong side with the Texans against Miami, Miami, phew, Texans, who? Look at that. I'm just the, the yeah. one week. I was just yeah, right. one week, right? Miami's gone awful since then. Texans have been covering like uh, fucking um, who's who's like bed sheets. There we go. Cover like cover like bed sheets. I don't really like that though. Uh, cover like cover like Joey covers. Joey Burrow. He covers <laughs> spreads. Um, mm, 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 that's Monday Night Football though. Oh, but it, they're 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 definitely like some spots to take advantage of here. I'll give a quick fire teams that you know may have you know got some success. Don't necessarily have too much to play for here. Chargers are the the spot. I mean, Chargers is not even a home game for them. They both play in the stadium against the Rams. Chargers are already in the playoffs. Um, they probably won't win a division, right, with the Chiefs playing. Chiefs play early in the day compared to the uh, the Chargers. So I think the Rams plus the six and a half might be a good spot um, for this uh, this L.A. battle. So I think the Chargers, this is a team that doesn't have much to play for. We know how they can be, period, after winning games. Uh, just 11-11-1 um, against the spread after a win uh, since Justin Herbert has been drafted. Um, so I think the Rams are a good spot here catching six and a half. Um, but that was just another spot I thought that uh, somebody doesn't have too much to play for. Um, but I think it is one more game. Bucks panthers We didn't go over it. Bucks laying three against the Panthers. Total 40 and a half. I don't have too much. I don't have anything for it. I don't have anything for it either. The world seems like the Panthers. But does the NFL go without letting Tom Brady in the playoffs? Who knows? I'm not touching this game. Keith, you got yeah. anything for this one? Bucks panthers Hell no, hell no. I got to lean on the Bucks. This is like, what? Uh, like, literally, uh, I didn't want to go conspiracy. That was my going to be my whole angle if we were really Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was going to be my whole angle if we talked about this game, so we can skip it. <laughs> also, lean on the Bucks. Got a little more uh, due diligence to do with this game, but, um, uh, you know, Panthers beat the Bucks early in the season. I think this might be a good spot. Um, but the Panthers, last 10 games, all 10 have gone under the total. 
before playing New Orleans Saints. Uh, oh. Panthers play the Saints next week. So um, I want to throw that out there. Bro. That might be something to look at there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's Panthers. Last 10 games before playing the Saints, all 10 have gone under the total. Um, also, Saints catching six and a half on the road against Philly. I don't think Philly has too much to play for this week. It's about the playoffs right now. But uh, I lean Saints there. But uh, I think that's about it. Y'all got any more? Y'all like anything else, Lean? Nothing for me. I'm ready to go. We All right. I love it. Short, short pod. All right, let's get out of here. Tease me picks. Uh, I missed it last yeah. week, Keith. I wish I had you with me, man. I missed the tease me picks last week. Ron, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I say let's go ahead and tease those Texans up. Um, I, I really like that there. Um, and, and then also, you know, we might as well just, just tease those Steelers up, just knowing how those games kind of go. I think that's a really good teaser, Rome. I might play that in real life. Uh, Keith, what do you got? Uh, two, team, two teams, six points. In real life. Uh, so, yeah, my teaser first leg was the Steelers as well, plus eight and a half or whatever it is. You know, the number. Uh, I, honestly, at first I had the Chargers down to uh, money line, but you just talked me off of that. Uh, and I'm at, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm about to throw it the 49ers in there. Minus three and a half, you know what I mean? Just go ahead and beat him. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> beat him up. Beat him up. <laughs> Give me the Giants at a pick em. And I'm also take the Texans plus 10. Uh, I think that, that's a pretty good spot. And, yeah, let's get out of here with best bets. Can I squeeze a chicken sandwich out of your guys' love for the Texans this week? Because I didn't want to go back. But this is like, if I can get a chicken sandwich. I'll I'll take it there. I'll take it. I'll I'll take it as well. I'll take it there. I'll take it as well. Um, The plus four will definitely take it. uh, (laughs) So what's that? Um, I guess one each. All right. Works for me. Best bets. Again, let's review. I had the Steelers plus two and a half. um, And I I really like Rome. Cardinals plus three. Week 17. And Keish, you had two? Uh, the Jets and the Packers this week for me. Best bets. All right. There it is. Week 17 in the books. How many weeks till the Super Bowl? Uh, let's go. Uh, one, two, whatever. But Super Bowl pot, uh, prop show, fourth annual. I'm working some things out. So uh, I think we're going to do some, uh, some, some pretty nice things for everybody out there. Uh, Super Bowl prop show about six weeks away. So let's get ready for that. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Final week of the regular season. Week 18. What's the line podcast? Rome, you want to get a roll tide in? Roll tide. Beacon State. Super Bowl. How about this? How about Go this? Blue. I think Michigan going to cover this week. Ooh. <laughs>